Welcome to the Explore with Visit Bradford podcast, helping you discover everything Bradford and District has to offer. Whether you're after incredible history, entertainment, the great outdoors, shopping opportunities, luxury dining or fantastic museums, this part of West Yorkshire has something for you. I'm John Foster, and in this episode, join us as we explore the incredible family adventures awaiting you in the Bradford District during the summer months. Along the way, we'll visit East Riddleston Hall to find out where they hid their silver. We'll discover free family activities around Ilkley and find out about all the exciting adventures that you can get up to at the museums in Bradford. So we begin our tour of the district at Doe Park Water Activity Centre in Denham, which you can reach on the bus from Bradford or Keithley, high above Bradford. And with us, we've got uh, Louise Clark. Now, Louise, I've driven past on this road many times. I didn't know this was here. It's sort of like just discreetly off the road. But there's so much to do in such a big area. We are a bit of a hidden gem. We are. We are some, but people do know about us because we're very, very busy. But yes, we are a hidden gem. We've got the, the reservoir down there, obviously where the, the, the water sports take place. But there's so much more on offer. I mean, for a family who like outdoor activity, this is the place. It's the perfect place for an adventure. Absolutely perfect. What's the history? It was formed in sort of the late 70s as a traditionally a sailing centre and we've progressed from just sailing to pretty much high. we've got so many activities now. We've got high ropes course, dragon boating, archery, sort of all the activities on the water and I still keep going. I keep, still keep trying to find activities. So we've developed quite a lot in the last few years. Now, it, some of the more unusual ones and we're actually sitting on an upturned dragon boat. That's seen popularity go through the roof recently, it has, hasn't it? Yes, we, it was actually... Actually, a colleague at Bradford Council that sort of set, said we, you know, we want to bring Dragon Boat into the district. So we were sort of like the pilot scheme. We took some staff to get trained up, and then from there, we, obviously the Dragon Boat Festival was last weekend, and that's just absolutely massive. And the guys that do that work so hard to get it to get it going. It's all volunteers as well, which is brilliant. And raft building too. Yeah, we've you? got raft. We've got some raft building out at the minute. So build your own raft. Hope it floats. Um, <laughs> great for confidence building. So we we have sort of the the younger kids experiencing the water for the first time can sit on the raft they can have a go at what we call the safety starfish um, and, and just do that as well as working as a team it's brilliant. So I suppose for um, children you get a lot of schools coming through here we but do. I dare say there's quite a lot of business people who come for the, the bonding day yeah, the worst so bonding day. Yeah so we literally hit everybody and anybody so we've got like you say the, the, the primary and secondary schools colleges universities youth groups um, team building adult team building stuff that we do as, as, as well well, um, and as well as sort of families and individuals. So do you have to be a, a certain age then? Do you have to have a certain skill set to come here or can no, you just we, come down? So we, we work with um, five plus. So we take children from sort of year one or age onwards um, and we tailor the activities to, to their needs. So we've got some that are for the less confident or the, the younger ones to, to those that like to high fly in the sky. Um, so we, we, we sort of mix and match that. So over a typical summer, what sort of things are on offer? So term time during the day is your school groups. And then um, evenings and weekends, we have a hire and launch, which is for individuals and families. You can just come and hire a sit on top kayak or a stand up paddle board. Um, we've also got the Dragon Boat Club, Bradford Barracudas are based here, as well as Denholm Sailing Club. So that's, you know, sort of during the time there is stuff for everybody. Um, so that's sort of term time and then obviously when we go into the, the summer we have our sort of summer courses for individual children and also for families as well. 
So a great day out, lots of fresh air. You sleep well after you've been to Doe Park Water you Activity do, yes. Centre. Um, obviously, safety is key yes. at a place like this. Yes, so we've got all the relevant licences. We're licensed with the Adventure Activities Licensing Association. We've got the Learning Outside the Classroom badge, the Adventure Mark badge. We're an RYA training centre and we're a British canoeing delivery partner. So we've, we've got, got it all. So we, we, we make sure safety is paramount. Now, I'm not keen on water. We're standing here by the high ropes course and looking at it is terrifying enough for me. So if I wanted to have a bit more of a sedate day here, yes. I can still do that as well. You, you can. We say to everybody that arrives, the thing is with the high ropes, you start with the, your feet on the ground and you only go <laughs> as high as you want to. And to be honest, the children that we've had out this morning, some of them went only a little bit, but nearly everybody went round our aerial obstacle course. So it's building that confidence. You've got to be out of your comfort zones once in a while. You only live once. You can reach for the stars. You can. How much does all of this cost? If we go with the individual prices, it starts from £15 for a half-day instructor-led session, but to hire a boat or a board, it's about a tenner so, um, for, the, for that thing. And then, obviously, the, the longer you're here for, um, the day rate's about £35 for a full day on the courses. So we've got to sort of try to keep it achievable for everybody. And to keep up to date, I mean, everybody's on social media, everybody's got a website. So what's your website? So it's um, www.bradford.gov.uk forward slash Park, or just Google us because we're on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Um, so yeah, you'll find us. We're on, we're on everything, yeah. And come and find this hidden gem here in the Bradford district. And next time, I will get that wetsuit on. I'll hold you to that. I've now travelled to Ilkley, around 30 minutes by train from Bradford, and it is a fantastic place at any time of the year, but even more so in the summer. And there's plenty here to see and also take part in. And right now I'm here at what must be one of the oldest buildings in Ilkley, which is Ilkley Manor House. And Sarah Thomas is the chair of the Ilkley Manor House Trust. Sarah, thank you for joining us. It's an amazing building, very imposing, but very welcoming. Tell us a little bit about the history of it? Well, Ilkley Manor House is a grade one listed building, so it's a very special building. Um, the oldest part of the Manor House is 14th century, which makes it medieval. And then over the centuries, it's been adapted and changed and altered to the building you see in front of you now. It's built on the site of a scheduled monument, the Roman Fort Olicana. And we think, we're almost certain that a lot of the house is built of the stones from that Roman fort. And that's probably why it's still standing today, because it's built a very good stone. In 2015, it was closed to the public. And so we then took it over as a trust and convinced Bradford that we would be able to run it as a community asset. And we took it over on the 5th of April 2018 and have been running it as a museum and art gallery ever since. And it's been going strong. We've tried really hard to bring uh, the building back to life so that people can come and experience all sorts of activities and uh, art and history in this beautiful building. 
and in this beautiful town because you've got such a fantastic position as well between the town and also um, between the riverside gardens. It's like a little oasis of tranquility here. Well, I'm glad you describe it as an oasis of tranquility because I think you come off the A65 through the archway, through buildings which are attached to All Saints Church. So it really is tucked away, though it's very close to the centre of the town. It's only about three or four minutes walk from the main car park in Ilkley. So you come into this beautiful cobbled courtyard with the Victorian cottages on your left, the manor house ahead of you. And of course, the back garden of the manor house is the Riverside Gardens, which run down to the River Wharf. So it really is in the most beautiful position. And you've got an amazing programme of events that happen right throughout the year. Is that a tough thing to do or is it, you know, is, is it getting easier as the years go well, we, by? We're getting a little bit more skilled at, at designing our programme. We do three programmes of activities every year. So we have a, a spring programme, summer and then an autumn winter programme. And we try also to link it to other activities which are happening in Ilkley, like the Literature Festival. Um, we work closely with the Playhouse in Ilkley. So yes, we've, we're, we're getting better at designing designing our programme, though it's still quite a struggle because the house um, is run uh, with a significant number of volunteers. um, And so we have to always try not to be ridiculously ambitious, though I'm sure the team would say sometimes we are really ambitious in what we put on during the year. Pushing that envelope just a little bit every year. Exactly, exactly. What about summer? What are some of the things that we could see during the summer months? Well, we always try at the Manor House to have things you can do outside. So there are trails and games you can play in our courtyard. And there are also all sorts of activities in the house itself. For younger visitors, we have colouring and trails to find in the house, historic dressing up clothes. And we often have children, which is wonderful, dressing up as Roman soldiers and running around the house. So there's, we always try to have things, particularly for younger visitors, you can do in the house. And of course, there's always the exhibitions for the older visitor who might want to do something slightly more sedate than dressing up as a Roman soldier and running around. But we also try to have a changing set of exhibitions so that whenever you come, hopefully you will always see something new and interesting either in the arts or from a heritage museum perspective. And the good thing about it is it's free as well. That is one of the really important things. The trustees of uh, the Manor House are keen to maintain that admission to the house is free. We do have some ticketed events like our concerts. We have a concert programme that runs every month through the year. But admission to the house generally is free so that we don't want price to be a barrier to anyone coming in and enjoying the house and obviously the courtyard as well. When is the house open? At the moment we're open Saturdays and Sundays from 11am to 4pm and obviously we also open in evenings for our evening concerts and for our coffee morning talks which are when the house opens specifically for those events. And as a community asset it must be great to see the community take it to its heart not just in Ilkley but across the rest of the Bradford area as well. Absolutely. I mean, we were so keen that we would make this a place where people could come and really um, feel comfortable and at home, as well as maybe experiencing some new things. So they leave sort of enriched in some way, um, even if it's just an interesting conversation with one of the artists or one of the visitor engagement leads in the house, or maybe seeing a piece of art that they wouldn't see otherwise. So 
all sorts of reasons why we love the fact the community really enjoy the Manor House again now. And this fabulous town of Ilkley has so much more um, to offer as well. There's, there's always something going on and it's, it's great to be able to work with those other venues and those other exhibitions, if you want, complimentary. Absolutely. I mean, I've always said that Ilkley really punches above its weight when it comes to art and culture and and heritage Um, and so we work very much in partnership with a lot of those cultural organisations. I've already mentioned the Literature Festival which uses the courtyard as one of its venues. Um, We have the Playhouse that normally come and perform here um, with Bard in the Yard over the August Bank holidays which is always a very popular event wonderful venue for hearing Shakespeare Um, and so yes we we work with a lot of those cultural organisations in Ilkley and further afield there's also the Toy Museum in in Ilkley again a fascinating uh, collection of toys which is both of interest to young visitors but also um, older visitors find it fascinating too to see some of the toys they used to play with as children and probably lastly the Lido our beautiful outdoor swimming pool with probably one of the best views in the country when you're swimming so so many things that to, to do in Ilkley over the summer absolutely brilliant what's the best way to find out about the summer activities here at uh, Ilkley Manor House oh the best way to find out about what's happening at Ilkley Manor House is to go to our website if you just search for Ilkley Manor House it'll bring the website up and that has all the information about what's happening any changes that have been made or any new activities we're putting on there's a printed program as well that you can pick up from various venues around the town but I would always say go to the website or look at our Facebook Instagram or Twitter feed because of course we're also fully engaged with social media as well Sarah it's been great to see you thanks for talking us through what's happening here over the summer months here at the Ilkley Manor house. It's been a pleasure. This is Explore with Visit Bradford. I'm John Foster and in this episode we're exploring family adventures across the Bradford district this summer. From one incredible building to another and we've travelled outside of Bradford and you can get here on various modes of public transport to East Riddlesden Hall near Keithley. Now on arriving to it, it is absolutely incredible. The idyllic setting for a large, grand and imposing building nestled around a lake. It almost looks like something from a constable painting and it's absolutely brilliantly, wonderfully looked after by the National Trust. And Hester Pode is the welcome manager. Hester, it's an incredible setting and you would expect it to be way out in the country with a great big long driveway up to it, something like from Downton Abbey. But actually, it's just off the main road, surrounded by houses and also shops. It is, yeah. Um, so I feel very lucky to get to work here every day. And as you say, it's it's fantastic because coming along the main road, surrounded by sort of 1930s semi-detached houses, <laughs> and you turn off and there we are, just right there, what, 200 metres from the main road. What's the history of the place? So it's got quite a long history, but uh, its main sort of interest point is it was very uh, Civil War based. So the family who lived here were staunch royalists. So you can actually see hidden on one of our buildings the faces of um, Charles I and his wife, Henrietta Maria. There's a, a, a myth that they threw all their silver in the... Is it a pond? Is it a lake? We're not really sure that we have here. And that, that's when they lost all their fortune. But I tend to think, well, if they knew it was in the lake, they were going back in there to get it. So we're probably not going to find it. Uh, and then in the 1800s, it was split down and there was probably up to sort of 
five families living here at any one time uh, in sort of flats almost and then a shared kitchen space uh, and that stayed like that right up until the early 1900s and it came into the National Trust in 1934. I described as you make your way into East Riddleston Hall but out the other side you've got the most beautiful gardens as well that people can just wander around and enjoy. Yes so they're they're not huge gardens but they are absolutely beautiful and then we're very lucky to have as well uh, what we call the lower field and the meadow walk and that's all free the lower field and the meadow walk are free to access every day uh, and it's a beautiful sort of like 30 minute loop walk down near the river which is really nice as well and all year round plenty for families to do always so we're always trying to have different bits and pieces on for families so we have um, a free craft room and we have a different craft every week in there so if you're coming every day you're going to do the same thing sometimes <laughs> but if you're not coming every day you'll always be doing something different when you come and we, yeah, we try to have lots of sort of fun family activities so throughout the year you'll see all sorts of different things okay so let's talk a little bit about the summer activities what what can we expect here through the summer months so you can expect our normal crafts and we've also got two really fantastic play areas one of which is sort of an outdoor mud pie kitchen den building that kind of thing uh, we've got a puppet theater that we've just got which we're really excited about and some puppets that you can go and make your own stories uh, we tend to do like dance classes yoga classes uh, storytelling so this is all pretty much something on every day and fantastic when the when the British summer is playing ball to have such an amazing setting to do those activities outside in. Yeah, it's lovely. And again, we always have lawn games out. So we've got sort of traditional wooden hula hoops, giant Jenga, that kind of thing. So if it, even if it is pouring with rain, you can be out and enjoying those as well. It sounds to me that you've possibly got one of the best jobs in the world as the welcome manager. What do you like about it? Uh, well, I think that is true. Uh, <laughs> and what I like about it is it is really different every day. So we get to see different people every day. And I love when families are coming, sort of saying to them, what's the best thing you've done today? And the answers are never the same. And that's always really nice. And here in Keithley as well, there's so many other bits and pieces to do. So you can use it as a base and then go off and explore other places. Exactly. So there's the Worth Valley Railway nearby and Cliff Castle. We're not that far from Bronte country. So, yeah, there's lots of other things to do. Okay, the best way to keep in touch with everything that's happening here at uh, East Riddleston Hall. Uh, so you can either have a look at our website or our Facebook is also a really good place to look as well. So our final stop in this episode is Cartwright Hall Art Gallery in Bradford's Lister Park. It's just a couple of miles from the city centre where you can see the likes of Peter Pan, the stag, Diana the Huntress, and of course, the man who helped build this place, a statue of Samuel Lister, the inventor and also the manufacturer who greets you. And the city has a wealth of fantastic museums that all put on family activities over the summer. Uh, Heather Millard is the community curator for Bradford Museums. And just where we're standing now, in this domed area inside Cartwright Hall itself. It's an amazing, amazing building, isn't it? Domed, is this got an actual proper name? Uh, well, we call it the Sculpture Court, because as you can see, we are surrounded by sculpture. So when Cartwright Hall was designed, it was designed with this particular area to show off sculpture, because sculpture works really well with natural lights. So you'll see all the windows above us. Now, as you can hear in the background, we do have some visitors uh, with us, and, and schools obviously come into Cartwright Hall all of the time. Mm -hmm. But over the summer months, you're kept really busy too. We are. So we swap all the school children for families and their children. <laughs> so there's 
there's, there's always something happening at, at, at all our sites over the summer. So a big family destination uh, over the school holidays. What is there for visitors to see here? Uh, well, fantastic artwork for a start here. Um, but we are have sort of things that families will respond really well to. We're in a fantastic park outside. There's a play park. Um, you can picnic, you can explore the Mughal Gardens, and obviously you can come in and do trails and whatever family activities we've organised on a particular day. We've done everything from uh, mark making or printing or card making or at some of our sites we've done Lego challenges. It really depends. So I'd always say come and check our website and see what, what we've got planned. And as we said, uh, you know, you're the community curator for Bradford Museums, mm -hmm. the plural there. There are so many in and around the area. There are. So we've got four sites in total. So we've got Cartwright Hall Art Gallery, We've got Bradford uh, Industrial Museum, we have Bolling Hall, and then we have uh, Cliff Castle across in Keithley. Uh, Cliff Castle itself is in a lovely park as well, so if you're on the hunt for green space, do go there. And if the weather over the British summer isn't playing ball, museums are a fantastic bet for everybody. They are, they are, and we're free. So all of Bradford District Museums and Galleries are free entry. Um, and we've normally got a lunch space, so if it's really wet, you can come and picnic inside. Here's the difficult question for you. Mm -hmm. Which is your favourite? So if I was coming to Bradford for the first Ooh. time, what's the must-see one that I have to go you to? You can't make me choose a favourite. It, de it depends what you're in the mood for. So if you're in the mood for fantastic art, come here to Cartwright Hall Art Gallery. Uh, if you're in the mood for something ghostly, well, then that's Bolling Hall. If you want Bunkers Victorian, that's Cliff Castle. Um, and if you're interested in machinery and the industry that made Bradford, then that's the Industrial Museum. But which one's my favourite? It depends on the day. So where else, Heather, would you recommend for summer family adventures in the city? Because there are so many different places to go to. Oh, it depends whether you want indoors or outdoors. Lots of green space, which I think people forget. Uh, so you've got Roberts Park isn't very far away from here either. Or you can go up to Shipley Glen. There's just so much to explore. Honestly, the world is your oyster when you come to Bradford. If we want to find out more, which we do, mm -hmm. how do we go about? Uh, go to our website. It's really, really easy to remember. It's www.bradfordmuseums.org. <laughs> it's that easy. It's that easy. Heather, thanks for talking to us today. And I think you'll agree, there's so many family adventures in the Bradford district across the summer, just waiting for you to experience. Absolutely. Come and find us. Thanks for listening to the Explore with Visit Bradford podcast. To get more information on this remarkable part of West Yorkshire, head to visitbradford.com. Until next time, from the beautiful Lister Park in Bradford, goodbye from me, John Foster. Explore.